Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. If you can hear me, let me let me see you. Let me see you. Shadagada Balabahasha. It's, it's another season. It's another season. It's another season. Adula Baba Shagada Manamasaya. Lebra go Shadagadabeho Shadagada Baha. You're welcome to the, the, the day one. Somebody say day one. Day one. Day one. Day one of the online camp meeting. Somebody was asking, how can we have a camp meeting online? <laughs> camp meeting online. We are going to engage God. We are going to engage God in so many diverse ways. And this morning, we are, we are welcome so much to the day one morning session of the online camp meeting it's a very special moment that i don't want you to to play with i don't want you to joke with i don't want you to take for granted god is going to do so many things for us we are going to be exposed to a lot of teachings a lot of expositions and all that uh, uh, we are handling a lot of topics yeah the, the theme is the comprehensive trajectory of redemption we are going to understand the redemption processes we are starting from the beginning. It's a whole series on its own. We'll be continuing next week, next two weeks, and all that. We are having, we are teaching about 14 teaching topics. It's going to be very powerful. The dynamics of the cross, the finality of the telestai. We are going to talk about finding your health meet. We are going to talk about a lot of topics, a lot of topics, breaking the Jewish harvest system the simplicity when it comes to eschatology. We are going to talk about a whole lot of things. A lot of men of God will be coming. I told you guys that the month of April is a month of teachings. <laughs> it's a month of teachings. Somebody say, it's a month of teachings. We are going to be exposed. We are going to, we are going to teach. We are going to learn. And this morning, we are, we, are, we are beginning the journey. Whatever you are wanting to begin to pray in the language of the Spirit, that very soon the man of God will be taking over. You are praying that, Father, open my heart this week, even from, from today till the time, we are doing this to the end of the year. <laughs> it's to the end of the year. You are telling God that, God, I come under your spirit. Expose my heart. Expose my mind. I know you are going to change things about me. I know you are going to teach me new things. Help my mind. Help my brain. Help my heart. Help my knowledge to be able to receive. To be able to receive. I know some of the things are going to challenge the things you do. Some of the things are going to challenge the things your heart is. But I tell you, God is leading us into truth. God is leading us into the perfection of place. God is leading us into the, the fullness of our, our liberty. Even in the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice wherever you are. I begin to pray in the spirit of Father. Expose my heart. Expose my mind. Cause me to walk in this light. Cause me to walk in the perfection of this life. Lift up your voice, that Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Have your way this morning. Ego Sadala Badiasaya, Leva Kundele Mehosa, Raga Baba Shagadabalaba, expose my heart, expose my heart, expose my heart, expose my heart, expose my mind, expose my heart in the name of Jesus. 
I allow myself to enter into your truth. I allow myself to experience your truth. Even in the name of Jesus, Shalagadabala. As you pray, you share the life cast. As you pray, you share the life cast. Even in the name of Jesus, Shalagadabala. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Shalagadabahasa. Ragababa shagarabadabadabadaba. Ragababa shagadabadabadabadaba. Ragababa shagadabadabadaba. Ragadabadabadaba shagrete. Ivalu suzalabadabadaba. Ragababa shagadabadaba. Something is happening right now. Something is happening right now. Lift up your voice. Shake it. Lift up your voice. Expose our heart. Expose our heart. Bring us. Bring us to the perfection of your redemptive way. Bring us to the place. Let us understand. Let us understand. Let me understand what you have done for me, Lord. The work of the cross. The work of your cross. Let me understand. Let me understand. Let me understand your work. Let me understand your doing. Even in the name of Jesus. Shebradu Zakata. Bagadala Baba. Shelegadala Baha. Ragaba Baba. Suzili Braku Sitidi. Rabagaba Shal. Legadegadegadege. Ragaba Basha. Gadagadabalaba. Ragaba Basha. Dalabalabalaba. Libra Fusi. Libra Gasa. Sebregadegade. Come on, lift up your voice. Grant your heart. Grant me your heart. Grant me your knowledge. Leba Susala Matat. In so simplicity. Leba Gedegadeboshe. Ragababa Shaki Balu Celebra Dose. Kabalaba Shakarandalabalaba. Something is happening right now. Come on, come on. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. God grant me understanding. I walk in light, grant me light, light, light. Let light walk, let light, let light enter my heart. In the name of Jesus, Shagada Branda Mahasa. Let light, let light, let light, let light, let light expose my heart to light, expose my heart to light in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, can, 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 can you hear me, if you are there, you can hear me, let me see you, if you are there, you can hear us, let me see you, let me see you, if you talk to me, I can hear you, if it's clear to you, tell me it is clear, um, I will not know how, how it is, you are the one to give me the feedback, yeah, that's why your feedback is very important. If it's clear, you let us know it's clear. If it's not clear, you know what to do. Glory to Jesus. This morning, we are going to walk through the 
the eternal purpose of God. <laughs> we are starting from somewhere. We are starting from the beginning. And in the beginning itself, uh, whether it is a beginning or not, we are here to find out. And this morning, you are praying one prayer within the next 30 seconds. We are telling God that Father, let me know your purpose. Let me know, let me know all this thing you are doing from Genesis to Revelation. All the things you are doing in my life, in people's life. Like, like God, what are you doing? What what are you doing? <laughs> I want to know what you are doing at all. Like, what at all are you doing? Sometimes it's very difficult if you don't understand why somebody is doing something. It's very difficult for you to flow along. You are praying one prayer. That Father, hey, let me know. Let me know what at all are you doing. Let me expose my heart under this atmosphere before the, the, the session ends expose my heart to know within the next 30 seconds i want you to lift up your voice and pray that god i want to know i'm here to know so help me to know make it so simple for me even in the name of jesus lift up your voice and pray Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God bless you so much. God bless you so much for coming around. Somebody say, it is time for the purpose of God. It is time for the purpose of God. <laughs> tell, tell somebody with you that it is time for the purpose of God. It is time to know it's time to know god bless you so much for coming around um, um, um i officially welcome us to the, the online camp meeting a time that you are going to engage god in revelation of the word in, in demonstration of the spirit you know you know that most of our activity we are we are we are people who doesn't downplay the ministration of the spirit and even the, and downplay the the, the the ministration of the word we, we hold on to what the lord has done for us the reality the privileges the concept of what god is doing for the manifestation of christ and today up to friday we are going to do a whole lot of expositions but this morning is a very special morning that we are going to walk through the eternal purpose of god and we have a very special man of god when somebody says special man of God, special man of God, <laughs> a very special man of God with us. Uh, somebody I've known, I've tested, but I've approved. We are tested and approved by uh, FDA. <laughs> we have vetted, we have approved, somebody approved of God. You see, some of us, uh, we see somebody for one show and we are running after the person. There's somebody that we have seen through our eyes or some years and we, we know what the person carries, we know what the person is. Glory to Jesus. And this morning, he's here with us. Very sound when it comes to biblical truth. Very simple in administration, but very, 
deep in revealing the truth of God. Some of you, when he begins to teach, you realize that your heart will be pumping because the deep things of God are going to be revealed to us. And church, without wasting my time, I want to invite to us the, the man of God himself, the, 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 the papa of the word, <laughs> serious Christian apologist, a teacher of the word, a Bible expositor, somebody who is so expounded in the things of scripture. Uh, we call him the Dean of Ephesians. I won't be surprised that today he will be quoting Ephesians. He can never preach without quoting Ephesians. And obviously, he will quote Ephesians today. While well, some people will quote Matthew chapter 28, some people will be quoting Ephesians. Hallelujah. <laughs> so uh, let's welcome Mr. Daniel Champon on the, and, and, and to, to take us through the eternal purpose of God. God bless you, man of God. You are welcome. You are welcome. Hallelujah. You are welcome. Hallelujah. You are welcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I'm excited. Um, I'm so honored to be a part of this um, holy convocation. I'm so excited to be um, the humble servant that you have chosen and approved to to be a part of this uh, meeting. I'm so excited. It's it's an honor. I see a lot of generals on a on a online. Apostle, Apostle Solomon, I salute, I salute. And God bless you so much for joining the, the discussion. I call it a discussion because it's, it's, it's a holy convocation. We are gathered together unto the Lord. This is not between a teacher and a student. This is um, between saints who have been calling and only calling, who have been born again unto, unto our maker. And we have come to feast on a word. This is, this is a feast unto the Lord. This is a feast that we sit and we open our hearts to feast on what the Lord has for us this morning. And I'm praying that by the time we are, we are, we are through with the whole camp meeting, the Lord, would, the Lord would have moved in great dimensions in our lives. Our prayer life, our word life, everything concerning our lives would turn around for good in the name of Jesus. If there are any times where you cannot play church with, with your belief, you cannot play church with your your the things that you hold on to these these are times and seasons where whether you are hot or you are cold it can be tested by fire the lord is moving in his chest so mightily even though the darkness over the world is increasing in thickness and increasing in, in dimensions but we know that the glory of god will overshadow the glory of god will break forth as light in the dawn and i pray that um, god would god would move mightily in our midst this morning god move mightily in our midst during this online camp meeting hallelujah i would want you to also prepare your heart not just your your mind to receive all that is coming especially not in this meeting alone but throughout the whole camp meeting i, I I'm, I'm believing that the man of god has aligned uh, wonderful men of god they are going to be of super blessing to us so I would want us to prepare core friends, core families, share the link, and then let us all feast on what God has prepared for us. Hallelujah. This morning we are going to touch on a subject, the eternal purpose of God. Now, I would want to give you a caveat that we are never experts of the word. When it comes to God's word, nobody is an innovator. We are only repeaters, teachers of what has already been expounded and revealed. 
We have no business adding to the word of God. We don't invent the word of God. The word of God is eternally certain. So we are only going to learn. We are only going to repeat all that the apostles and prophets in old times have said. Hallelujah. And so you don't expect to hear something spectacular. The same thing that you know that the Holy Ghost wants to highlight. I always say that it is not the number of things you hear in a year. It is how much what you've heard has been highlighted, has been imprinted on the tables of your heart. Bible says that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, God is writing a letter to the world, and you are his epistle. So that for as much as he are manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, written not on tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of the heart. So it means that God is writing a story. God is writing a story and you are his raw material. The apostles and the prophets, the teachers, the evangelists, the pastors and, and the men of God, the gifts that he has given to the body, they are the ones that know. They are the ones that are the vessels through which the ink of the spirit is being written on the tables of the heart. Probably the only Bible that men will read is your life, is your knowledge in the Lord. It's the knowledge of Christ. How rich? The Bible says that let the word of God then let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. That is what we are talking about. It's not hearing so many sermons. It's sticking to that which is important. Sticking to that which is basic. And one of the topics that you cannot, as a Christian, as as a believer, on on the way, on 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 an upward pilgrimage to the city that is not made with hands, the city whose foundation, whose foundation is laid by God, whose maker and builder is God. On your way to that place. You cannot sidestep this topic, the eternal purpose of God. Realize that purpose is important. Any entity who has consciousness must have a purpose. I say consciousness because a stone may not have a purpose. I mean, not what the stone is made to do, but the stone planning something to do. They cannot initiate because it has no consciousness. Any being of purpose whether a being of eternity or a being of time, you must have a purpose. Now, when purpose is not known, according to Dr. Miles Moore, abuse is inevitable. God has a purpose. And so we want to delve into the intricacies of what the purpose of God is. Now, we also say that it is an eternal purpose because God is an eternal being. His purpose was formed before every other thing began. Hallelujah. God didn't begin. So you must understand that his purpose has always been. In Ecclesiastes, the Bible says that whatsoever the Lord shall do shall be forever. God's eternal plan has always been his plan. We don't know when it began at a point in time. We don't know. But it has always been his heart desire. There is a desire in the Godhead, there is a desire existing in the triumph God, and that everything that He ever did, Bible says that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I am sure that by the time we are done, we will know why He even created in the first place. So, this is the answer to them why God did all the things He did. And I know a lot of us ask about why God planted the tree in the midst of the garden if He knew Adam and Eve would fall fall prey to the temptation. Why did God do this? Why did God do that? Why did Jesus Christ come to die? Why did God even make man? 
all those questions it is because we do not know all those questions come up as a result of our inadequate knowledge or probably a lack of it of the eternal purpose of god this is the foundation of why you must be a christian it is not so much about going to heaven than about this eternal purpose and i pray that god will highlight these things and shine them in your heart hallelujah god's eternal purpose god's eternal purpose ha. this is a subject that i i love so much and i would i would um, pray that it becomes your favorite as well shall we pray shortly father in the name of jesus father in the name of jesus preacher of all truth our teacher our master oh holy spirit your excellency be glorified thou in our midst let illuminations, inspirations that proceed from your heart come unto us this morning. Highlight you these words of mine. Highlight these words of mine. As feeble, as limited, as fallible as they are. And shine them, Lord. Brood on them, Lord. Let them hit the tables of our hearts. Let them hit the chambers of our soul. Let us be transformed into that image of your son. As we behold him as in a glass, we are changed into that same image. The glory of God washes over us, washes over our minds. Let us be changed by the word, even in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So we begin. Sometimes I call it God's eternal plan. Sometimes to, you can put it this way that it is God's supreme interest. God has many interests, but there is a supreme interest. It is the overarching plan that encapsulates everything that God has ever done or will ever do it is the grand scheme of divinity it is it is so important that god has put snippets of this plan in every page of the bible from genesis to malachi from matthew to revelation you cannot escape this topic now the bible was written by 40 authors over a span of almost 1600 years some never met themselves moses never met david Paul never met Isaiah. Jeremiah never met David. But you realize that there is a single theme running throughout all scripture. There's one single theme that, that it becomes the underpinning, that underscores everything that God has ever done. All that Jesus Christ came to do was as a result of this plan. And I would and I would want us to um, take notes of some of these things. Now, what is God's eternal dream? What is God's eternal purpose? What is God's eternal plan? In as um, Papa Douglas mentioned, I like the book of Ephesians. I love the book of Ephesians because it is it is you know it's one of the those Pauline letters that he didn't address in a particular church. He addressed church doctrine. He didn't address it to the church of Laodicea or he he was was he talking about um, most of the as in, the, as in the book of Galatians or Corinthians, those are purely corrective books. But in the church of, in the book of Ephesians, he was addressing the whole global church. He touched on every single issue in the body of Christ. He talked about the bride of Christ. He talked about the family of God. He talked about the eternal purpose. He talked about life. He talked about the spirit. He talked about warfare. He talked about almost everything in the Christian life. And I, that is why I, the book is a complete book. And that's why I love it so much. And that is why I'll take my first scripture from. If you are with me, 
you can turn with me to the book of Ephesians Ephesians chapter 3 Ephesians chapter 3 verse 8 to 10 and I read unto me who am whom who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given Paul says there's a grace given to him that I should preach so we are preaching that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ you realize we realize that there's a semicolon so he's coming to explain what is unsearchable riches of Christ is nine and to make all men see that is apostolic ministry they touch every every person in the body of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Jesus Christ our Lord I want to highlight a few words let me go back unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles may grace fall on us this morning as we begin to preach among the saints the unsearchable riches of Christ so there is that which is called the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world have been hid in God there is a fellowship of the mystery which have been hidden God what I would want to explain it point by point before we come to the eternal purpose because it is it is a background that we cannot forego who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent there's an intent to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God the word manifold there it's is you know during the trans translation the 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 word manifold there contains about seven words it's it's something that is greatly diversified multivariate eternally multivariated in eternal proportion that is to say that the 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 the, the wisdom of god is so diverse is so deep is so unfathomable and that is what the church has been commissioned to teach the principalities and powers according to an eternal purpose according to an eternal purpose according to an eternal purpose romans chapter 8 verse 28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love god to them who are the called according to his purpose according to his purpose so you realize that there, there is there is a purpose and paul calls it the eternal purpose according to the eternal purpose now the eternal purpose is not a standalone purpose bible says that it is purposed in jesus christ it is purposed in jesus christ now god has a being okay god has a being did not begin did not begin at any point he has always existed and will always exist now when he began to create everything he created the angels he created the universe he created every other thing and then he created man according to the verse that we read bible says that there was an eternal purpose purposed in jesus christ i want us to highlight that very well now when men began to multiply on the earth you realize that 
man also began to have purposes, desires, ambitions, dreams. It was only reflective of where we came from. We have dreams, we can aspire, we can imagine because God has that quality in him. Now, I'm not saying God wishes things to be because whatever God wishes is <laughs> actually his command. He can create everything he wants. But then God is bound by his love. God is bound by his love to accomplish certain purposes in order to fulfill his desire. Now, there is a desire of the ages, which is God's eternal dream. When he began to make the universe, he, the, the, you see, when any man wants to build a house, there is an architectural design. Okay, there is an architectural design that precedes whatever plan or precedes whatever the shape, the form, the, the painting, everything is designed on paper. That is what we are talking about. Before God ever created, that was his plan by which he made everything. Now, when you go back to Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1 reveals the folds of God's purpose. How God's purpose has been manifested. How God's purpose has been communicated. How God's purpose can be seen. Now, let's read from Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. It says that Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. 4. According as he has chosen us in him, before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. 5. I will choose my verses from 5, 9, and 12. 5, 9, and 11, sorry. Now, verse 5, it says that, Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Hmm. Note, down, note that down for me. According to the good pleasure of his will. 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. 7, whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. 9, having made known unto us the mystery of his will. Hmm. You know God's purpose is his will. I'm, I'm building a point, so follow me. According to the... Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. Therefore, nine said that according Travis ten says that according to the eternal purpose he which he purposed in jesus christ this time he says that having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he had purposed in himself ten that semicolon that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth even in him 11. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him. You see, you cannot escape this word purpose. You cannot escape this word, the will of God. Hmm. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So we realize that in, number, in verse 5, we see the good pleasure of his will. In verse 9, we see the mystery of his will. And in verse 11, we see the counsel of his will. 
those are the manifold wells in the purpose of God. Realize that we, we saw something like which he has purpose in himself. We have been predestinated according to the purpose of him. So that, that we've been predestinated unto the purpose which he purposed in Christ. But then there are three wells: the mystery of his will, the counsel of his will, and the good pleasure of his will. What do these things mean? Realize that in Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, this is what he said. Revelation 4, 11 says that, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. There is a guideline, there is a pleasure. I think God did everything, including including creation, including redemption. You come there. I don't want to go ahead of myself. Now, the mystery of Israel talks about the fact that the fellowship of the mystery. You see, the Jews do not call God God. They they shudder to use the name of God in their sentences. So sometimes they, they call him mystery. He said that there was a fellowship in God. What is the fellowship of the mystery? Which from the beginning of the world had been hidden in God. It was a secret. There was a divine secret. There was a divine plan. There was something that was hidden. There was something that was not revealed to all men. Listen to what the apostle Paul says. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 is 26. He said that for whom God will make known what is the mystery, what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. But before the preceding verses, he says something very spectacular. You see, God is God is God is wise. He hid these things in a, a dark secret. He hid these things, he didn't reveal them. You go to Colossians, says that verse 25. Whereof are made a minister according to the dispensation of God, the dispensation of God, the economy of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, for whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. These things have been hid in God, so it was a mystery, the mystery of his will. It talks about that divine secret, that eternal plan that God had, that He hid it. You come back to Ephesians chapter three, verse eight. You realize that it's the same thing that Apostle talks about. How that the mystery was hidden. The mystery was hidden. Verse three. Uh, sorry, chapter three, verse verse four. So that how that by revelation He made known, known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words. Whereby, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Hallelujah. These things were hidden. This means these things were, were, were not unveiled until that time Paul was talking about. He's saying that these things I'm coming to talk about, nobody has ever known it. But God has this time revealed it unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. He used the word holy apostles and prophets because they have been commissioned unto that secret, unto that fellowship of that truth. Okay. I'm saying all these things because I want us to give a background as to why God, God's secret was hidden. You see, Paul says that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7, it says that for we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of the world, nor of the princes of the world, we come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. It's a secret. In a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God foreordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of the world knew. 
Hallelujah. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. That is why he says that to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers and heavenly places might be made known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. Look, you are a cause code, you are a cause code for the angels. When you begin to grasp this supreme interest of God, you when you understand the supreme purpose, as simple as it is, it is any people will be out. You see, all the big big things I'm saying, it's a very simple thing. I just want you to up, come to an apprehension, an appreciation of the level of importance God has laid on you. Hallelujah. So follow me, follow me carefully. You have you have become a subject that the angels are, are learning. Paul will say that for you have no you have not so learned Christ. You see, imitate me as I imitate Christ. What Paul was saying was that when we are able to imitate Christ, the angels will, will learn will learn about Christ through us. That is what it is. Unto him by the unto him be glory by the church in all ages, world without end. The glory is by the church. The wisdom of God is by the church. You you the supreme interest of God is so is so wonderful. You know, in First Peter chapter 1, verse 9, it says that. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Of your salvation, the, the prophets inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that was to come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that was to follow. Unto them it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us they did reveal the things which are now preached to you by them that have the gospel to you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. The angels desire to look into the things that the apostles have preached unto us, and these are the things I'm going to share with you right now. The purpose of God. So there was a mystery of his will, it was hidden, nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. Now it talks about the good pleasure of his own in in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5. What is the good pleasure of his word? He says that for your for my pleasure they are and were created. You see, the, the secret was it was a secret, it was a, a mystery. But then this mystery gave God delight. It was his heart matter. It wasn't something he planned to do outside of his. I mean, he, his whole body was, I mean, his whole being was involved in it. He had a stake in it. He put up all his divinity for it. He was in it. His heart was after it. His heart was in it. It wasn't something that was outside of him. It wasn't something that he arbitrarily planned. This is something like, oh, I plan to do something. If it goes good, fine. If it's good, bad, fine. No, no, no. That was not God's attitude. He was actively involved in it. That is the good pleasure of himself. It gave him delight. It was his heart, the rejoicing of his heart. It's something that God planned to do it because. It will, it will fulfill it. It, 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 would, it would, as a love component, it, it, it will give him joy. And it will come to the counsel of Israel in Ephesians 1, verse 11. This talk, talks about the various plans and purposes through which God achieved that will. Now, you must understand that nothing can overthrow God's will, nothing can overthrow God's purpose. What God wills, the Bible says that who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. They couldn't stop it. They couldn't stop Jesus. And now, all men have the potential to come to Christ. Now, let's go back to Genesis chapter 1, where it all began. You realize that man was made a living soul. And 
everything that we know concerning that. But let's go to verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I give you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. On and on and on. And God saw that everything was good. We come to chapter 2. Bible talks about he planting two trees. Verse 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You see? The purpose of God why God created the universe was to have a vessel of expression. See, God's heart, the purpose of God, and in subsequent sessions we will expand on that very well. God's heart, according to Genesis chapter 1, was that He began to create. Revelation 4.11 comes into play again. That thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive honor and glory and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they, they are and were created. For thy pleasure. God created us to amuse him. We are the amusement of God. We are the satisfaction of God's dream. The creation. So, let me split this into two. There is the creative purpose of God. The, the beginning of every purpose of God began with the creative purpose of God which is actually the original plan and then we have the redemptive purpose of God the redemptive purpose of God came in as a result of a falling away we have the creative purpose of God that is what begins in Genesis because we the beginning of the Bible we are introduced into something God is doing Immediately the Bible begins, we are introduced to a work God is doing. You see, the Bible is not written to prove God's existence. The Bible already assumes God's existence. In the beginning, God created. It's not a sentence to prove God's existence because it already assumes. It presupposes because you must exist to create. So if the sentence was referring to what God was doing, what, not, not necessarily what God was, but what he was doing, we are quickly ushered into God's existence. Now, God began to create from right from the beginning because it is so consistent with the purpose that he planned. Now we come back to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. It says that having made known unto us, now he has made known unto us the mystery of our way, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, the dispensation of the fullness of, of times talks about the, the fruition, the coming together, the consummation, the right moment, the kairos moment that God's purpose was achieved. So that in the fullness of 
mankind, he might gather together everything in one. All things, he used the word all things in one, both which are in heaven, both which are on earth, on earth, even in him. This is what the purpose of God is, in simple terms. You know, the triumph God looks for a vessel through which they will express themselves. God by being is self-dependent. He lives in his own atmosphere. He is infinite, morally perfect, all-wise, all-powerful, all the attributes that we have known of him as we read in the scriptures of truth. But this God had a desire that as I am, I'm okay. I don't need anybody else to be God. You see, God doesn't need anybody to be God. He doesn't need, he doesn't depend on anybody to be God. But because of love, you see, love wishes to give. The, the love of God is pulsating. It, it's, it's an active love. It, it's not a dormant, passive love. It's an active love. Let, let, us, let us understand that everything that God planned was planned as a result of his love. So the triumph God sought for a model or a vessel of expression. And they came to that conclusion that they will create man. Are we there? Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're going to pray in the Spirit. We're going to pray in the Spirit. <laughs> this is just introduction. It has not yet started. You are praying that God should expose your heart. There's a kind of teaching that you don't, you don't close your heart. You, you listen with an open heart. The things he said is very deep. <laughs> they are very deep. I want you to open your heart and pray that God expose my heart. Expose my heart. Some of you are beginning to, your head is even aching you right now. Man, the triumph, the things he's saying are very deep. You are telling God that even as he joins us again, you are telling God that God open my heart. Come bring me to your place of expression, giving it to the place of manifestation, the good pleasure of him, the will of God, the satisfaction of his heart. Ah, you are you are so valuable to God. <laughs> we are created to his amusement. We are created to his satisfaction. God's enjoyment is you. Glory to Jesus. Begin to lift up your voice and 
if you are there, please, this is a very interactive. We want to see you. If you are there, just register your presence. Just try and say something, talk to us, give us some feedback over there. Just pray to God and Father, expose me more. <laughs> the thing is becoming hotter and deeper. Show God Lift up your voice. Speak in the language of the Spirit if you can speak in it. God carry me. There's, there's an eternal purpose. He said, the, the purpose of God is that eternal as himself. God is self-existent, self-satisfying. God is self-contained. God is self-satisfied, self-contained, self-perpetuating. God is self-comprehension. God doesn't need somebody to understand. <laughs> God is self-explainable. God is so beautiful, so beautiful. Everything you add self. Kodamasa. But he said that God's love constrained him to create. It's something very important. You are praying that God expose my heart. Uh, well, I can't even sit. I'm, I'm just walking like that. I can't sit. The things are deep. There are certain things you don't sit down to receive. You, you have to stand and receive. Hold the lever sharp. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Shut up, bala 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 sharp. Shedege de bele de bele de boshes. Bara basha bala 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 bala. Sekota la badia saya. Levraga basha. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. Fiki dibi dibi hasai. Pray in the spirit. Show the lebehosa. Ragada balabashaya. Alagada balabashaya. Ragada balabashaya. I'm not living here confused. Riba guda la masaya. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Even as we wait for him, lift up your voice. Hey, the purpose of God. The mystery of his glory, the counsel of his glory, the good pleasure of his glory, in the fullness of the dispensation of time. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. It's something you need this morning. It's something that is good for you this morning. Come on, come on, lift up your voice. Focus and pray, focus and pray. Focus and pray. Focus and pray, focus and pray. Focus and pray. Show the side. La baba balabasha. Hola la babasha.
in the name of Jesus, we are, we are praying this prayer. We are praying this prayer. He, he mentioned some things that I don't know. It keeps coming to my heart. It is, he said, We are there. We are there. Are, are we there? Are we there? There's, there's a purpose of God. He said that the purpose of God is the supreme interest. <laughs> that means there are other interests, but that's the supreme interest. And this supreme interest is in Christ, is reviewed by Christ, is fulfilled by Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, and he came to say that, are we there? Are we there? If you are there, let me see you. And, and he came to say that, let's be engaging, let's be interactive, I beg you. And, and, he, and he came to say that, man, that's where I want us to dwell on in this prayer. He said, that, that supreme purpose of God, that eternal purpose of God, that supreme interest. Hallelujah. To, yeah, powerful. He's back. He's back. He's oh, back. Wonderful. Powerful. God bless you so much. Uh, let's continue, Okra. Let's continue. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been talking since I, I just realized that my my bundle ran off. I didn't notice. I'm very sorry for that. So to continue from where 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 we were, I've been talking since. So I'll have to go back a bit. Um, okay, let me let me start from the book of Genesis. Now, I was talking about the book of Genesis. Please understand me that the whole writings of the Bible. Oh Lord, help me! I don't want to enter into so many subjects right now, but the Bible from Genesis to Malachi 
and then which which consists of the te- um, of the of the Old Testament o- Old Testament books and then the New Testament books as we have them today they are all trying to talk about a single subject see Revelation 19 times out says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy then Peter in second Peter says that for the scripture was not written in a, a four times by the will of men but holy men spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost he calls the Bible the prophecy he calls the scriptures the prophecy Paul before he said that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God he said something he said that Timothy for thou from thy youth has learned the holy scriptures which is able to make thee wise unto salvation which is in Christ Jesus I remember when Philip saw the Ethiopian unit reading a portion of Isaiah chapter 53 a portion where he said and he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and he opened not his mouth and then Philip joined himself to the chariot and asked the man understandest what thou readest and the eunuch said how can he understand if somebody does not explain it to him Bible says that and he began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus the whole book of the Bible speaks of a person now I was talking about I don't know when I went off and I don't know where um, the point to which you heard it but I was talking about the fact that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 God begins to create now he mentions he creates a man he mentions dominion and the next thing we hear is the creation um, the planting of the tree of life I said that God the Trion God when you talk about the Trion God we are talking about the Father the Son and the Spirit we only have the Father the Son and the Spirit because of the eternal purpose if not for that we wouldn't have the Trinity the Trinity exists because of this divine economy what is the divine economy Bible says that may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever amen we all know that scripture in 2nd Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 you go to um, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 1 and the Bible says that we have been elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father so that the servant and an apostle of um, Peter an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. He mentions the Father, he mentions the Spirit, and he mentions the Son. Anywhere you see the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, like when Jesus was being baptized, the Son baptized, the Spirit came down, and the Father's um, and the Father spoke. You see, the triumph God, the persons of the Godhead are always in, in unity. They always have a, they are always present when life is being um, when the matter of life is being um, I mean unveiled listen the purpose of God was that he sought for a vessel through which his life will be communicated to his universe God as he is he doesn't need anybody God as he is he does not dwell on atmospheres he doesn't live on oxygen he's he's a self-existent selfhood he he is self-sufficient i don't know how to put it you see but then because of love because of his pulsating love because of that reason he wishes to share he wishes to extend extend his life 
extend his kingdom, extend his dominion to every part of his universe. And he sought to do it by a vessel. God's dream, God's fulfillment, God's satisfaction is that he was he seeks for a vessel through which he would manifest himself. The, this vessel will become the fullness and the finality of his expression. Now, that, that vessel was summed up in his son. That according to the pattern of the son, according to that image, he said that we've been conf- we have to be conformed to the image of the son according to the purpose. We have to be summed up in the son according to the purpose. The purpose of God is not being saved arbitrarily, just we are saved. We are, we are saved onto a purpose. That is the reason why when we are born again, we must not sit down. We are, we are, when we are born again, the Lord um, beckons on us to preach, to, to do good, to love, to abstain, abstain from evil. To, it is because of a purpose. Look, at the end of history, at the end of all the things that are going on in the world right now, in the end of the days, at the end of the consummation of all things, in the dispensation of the fullness of all time, not many things will be seen. There will be only one thing. The Son of God. He will stand at the end of history. He will stand at the end of history. He is the purpose of God. The purpose of God is not going to heaven. The purpose of God is being found in Christ. And in the coming sessions, I'll break it down to let you see how deep this thing is. I always struggle when I'm talking about this subject because it is so important. I don't want to reduce it to just a theological exercise, even though it's important. But I want you to enter into the very heart of the things that God has purpose for us. The original pattern and the sustainer of all things is Christ. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, Bible says that God, who are sundry times and diverse manners, speak in time passed unto our fathers by the prophets. But as in this last time, and in this last day, spoken unto us by his son. Look, God's final word, God's final expression of love, God's final and fullest manifestation of himself was Christ. The purpose is that through Christ, which, which is through the vessel, God will find a body of expression. The triumph God, the triumph God seeks for a body of expression. Like I, I, I quoted 2 Corinthians 13 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit. John chapter 1 John verse 1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen. And we have seen that life, and we declare unto you that you may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. You see, in 2 Corinthians 13, 14, grace is ascribed to the Son. Love is ascribed to the Father. Fellowship is ascribed to the Spirit. Why? Love is the source of everything God does. Love is the source. The Father is the source. Grace is the embodiment of love. Grace is the expression of love. When God begins to express his love, it is called grace. For God so loved the world that he is given. In God loving and giving, it is called grace. So, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. That's what it means. When love is expressed, it's called grace. So, the love of God is the foundation, is the source. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is the manifestation, the embodiment. But the fellowship of the Spirit is what makes it real. The Spirit of, the spirit of Christ or the Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Truth. Because he brings truth to the things that God has said. You see, without without the Holy Spirit, even the Holy Spirit is not real. (laughs) Without the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself is not real. He is the realization of the realities of God. So, 
God wants to communicate his life. That is his purpose. God's purpose is not going to heaven, my dear. God's purpose is that you will drink. He said that, for that will make them drink of the rivers of your pleasures. And you will make them be satisfied with the abundance of your house. For with thee is the fountain of life of life in the light we shall see light you see that is why at the end of all things bible says that revelation 22 and i saw a river clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of god and of the lamb hmm. a river clear as crystal do you know what john uh, jesus said in john 10 uh, john 7 38 says that on the day of the feast jesus stood and said they that first they sh- they should come to me and drink for as the scriptures have said they that believe on me, as the scriptures have said, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Then there was a commentary. This spake he of the Holy Ghost, which them that must receive, which they that must believe on him must receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. You see, God's purpose is for us to drink into the Spirit, for us to drink into His life, so that when we drink into His life, we become a body of His expression. Why, why is Jesus the head of the church? Look, God heads Christ so that Christ will head man or Christ will head the church. Then the church will head every other thing. Every other thing will be subject unto Christ, but it will be headed in the church. Listen to what the Bible says. It says that, Wherefore I also, after I heard of the faith of the Lord Jesus and love to all saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So everything that we are doing is for us to come to the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know, that you may have a fellowship with the truth, that you may know, you may gain also, you may know. What is the hope of the calling, number one? And what is the riches? And what is the riches? Um, I think I've missed that scripture. Let me see. Makuti I'm real puffy. Not there. This is this is so interesting. And what is the riches of his inheritance in the saints? Yeah, that word inheritance, very very important. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead? Hallelujah! And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world but also in that which is to come. Listen, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So, all things in heaven and on earth and under the earth, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every name should bow. Of things in heaven, of things in earth, and of things under the earth. The feet of the of Christ, the feet of Christ is his body. You know, your feet is attached to your body, not your head. The church will Christ will head up everything but through the church. So that that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together all things in one. That gathering will be by the church. You and me, you and me. The dream of God is that. Number one, will be summed up, will be found in him. But Paul said that, and be that I may gain Christ and be found in him. That's where you must be found. God doesn't care where you are. All that he cares is about his son. It's either you are in Adam or you are in his son. 
You see, the book of Romans, from chapter 2 to, I think, chapter chapter 6, is about location, spiritual location. Like, Paul came and asked him, where are you? It is either you are found in Adam. Bible says that, so in Adam all die. Or you are found in Christ. So, in in Christ, all shall be made alive. All shall be made alive because Christ has, according to the divine economy, God has commissioned the Son to be the embodiment of the life. Bible says that for God has given us eternal life, and that life is in the Son. He that has the Son has the life. But when the Son came to the earth, He was limited to one place at a time. So the Father is the source. But you can't be appear before the Father and take that life. You cannot. That life has been embodied in His Son. So Jesus said, as the Father has life in Himself, so has He given to the Son to also have life in Himself. Jesus came and he, when He was mentioning His own mission statement, He didn't talk about sin. He says that, for the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that they might have life. Look, the Bible is about life. The Bible is about the life of God. The Bible is about the expression of the love of God. The Bible is about the dominion expression. And God's dominion is not in power. It is in love. God's dominion is not in the manifestation of the raw power of God. No. God, when he is manifesting his power, is not, is not anything special than when he is manifesting his love. The, the purpose of God is that you drink into that river. And when you drink, you become a body of his expression. Patterned after a pattern, which is Christ. Adam was made in the image. But we we have we have been made as unto the image. I don't know how to put it. You see, Adam was the image pre-existed. He said, let us make man in our image. Who is the image? Who be the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he has by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of majesty the god's 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 rest the triumph god seeks to rest the triumph god seeks a place of rest and this place of rest, you, you know, in in First Kings chapter eight verse eight. First Kings chapter eight, um, eight verse eight. Oh Lord, help me. Eight verse eight. Bible says that. Okay, let me read from 6. And the priest brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place, into the oracle of the house, to the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. For the cherubims spread forth their two wings over the place of the ark. And the cherubims covered the axe and the staffs thereof above. 8. That is my emphasis. And they drew out the staffs, that the ends of the staffs were seen out in the holy place before the oracle, and they were not seen without. And they, and there they are unto this day. When the when Solomon completed the temple, the ark of God was brought into the most holy place, and the staves that is the the, the, the these things were long poles that they would put beside the ark to lift it. And when the ark of God came to rest in the most holy place, Bible says that they took out their staves and put it and put it somewhere because the ark of God had come to a place of rest. I remember Jesus saying, bears have nest, 
foxes have holes, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Where he was able to lay his head was because he found the body. Where he laid his head was when he became the head of the church. That is his place of rest. God's place of rest is that in the end, he will say that, and the tabernacle of God is with men. So, all the purpose of God is summed up in a man, is summed up in, in a man, which is Christ. And all of us have been have been called to enter into that communion and fellowship of that administration with him. This morning, all that I'm trying to say, that I'm even struggling to, to tell you is that the son of God's love, the son of his love, the son, the beloved son, is the embodiment of that purpose. And the, if the purpose is to be fulfilled, he ought to have a body of expression, which is the church. How come the church becomes the body, the body, um, the a part of the administration? I will explain in subsequent um, sessions. But then the creative purpose of God is that when He was creating, He has this, He had this idea, He had this vision that my son will be the blueprint. But I'm looking for a body through which I can express my life, I can express my love, I can express my dominion too. So we, the the gospel preached is actually a kingdom invitation. I like how um, Apostle Solomon will put it. We say that it is a royal gospel. We are royal priests. It is a royal message. You see, it is a call on to rulership, to partner with God in His rulership of the of the universe. It is it is it is a partnership with God to rule His galaxies, His 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 administration. It is a call on to fellowship. It is a call on to fellowship. For God is faithful by whom you have been called unto the fellowship of the Son. First Corinthians chapter one verse nine. You see. John says that I'm telling you this thing so that you may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Lord Jesus Christ and or and with his son Jesus Christ that is the eternal purpose of God the eternal purpose of God is that Christ will be the end the the fulfillment the finality of everything that God is doing everything will be headed up in the sun in the end of the days where you are will be important either you are in the sun or you are in some something else if you are not found in the sun my, my friend that is your end the purpose of God is not something big. The purpose of God is that we will come to drink of Him. In, in Songs of Solomon chapter 3 verse 6, the Bible says that, Who is this that cometh up out of the wilderness, perfumed with men and frankincense, and all the powders of the merchant? See, Jesus as the merchant man died to produce the church. So that for, for the, as children, for the, as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise partook of the same, that he might destroy him that hath the power of death, that is the devil. So that, for he that sanctified and they that are sanctified are all of one, wherefore he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Hebrews chapter 2. You see, everything, everything that Christ has done was done because he wants to bring us into fellowship. It's not about uh, Hebrews chapter 2. Hmm. I'm, I'm ending. I'll be ending very soon. I want to introduce another topic and then we'll continue later. So, Jesus Christ, listen. Now, the Son of God, becoming the embodiment of, of what the purpose of God is. Remember that He is doing that in the capacity as the representative man. So that for the first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. The first Adam was made a living soul. The second Adam was made a life-giving spirit. 
the economy of God is that when God, be, who, be, who is the source of life, embodied the life in the Son, Jesus, when he came to the earth, could not communicate his life. He could touch a few people and say, and I mean, heal them and all that. But that was not the fulfillment of that, what God wanted to do. So at the resurrection, he entered into us as the life-giving spirit. He became the distribution, the realization. He brought all the realities of God into us. The creative purpose is life. The redemptive purpose is salvation. Don't miss the two. I'll explain the redemptive purpose. That is the topic we'll be introduced to in our next session. We talk about the redemptive purpose. But now I want to talk about the creative purpose. The creative purpose is life. I mentioned like that in Genesis. Realize that the Bible talked about the creation of man. God kept mentioning, mentioning dominion. And the next thing that we see is that the, the tree of life has been introduced in the midst of the garden. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden. The tabernacle of Moses was in the midst of the, of the camp. The holies of holies was in the central part of the temple. Huh. Amazing. You know what that means? It means that everything in our lives must revolve around the presence. Even God dwells in the very central part of man, which is his heart. It means that the national life, the personal life of the believer must revolve around the presence. You know, that's what Paul, is, Paul prescribed to the erring Christians of Corinthians. He said, I know you not. And you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And that the Spirit of God dwells in you. He used that as the solution to their errors, many errors, to their struggles. This purpose is that which gives God rest. Christ was able to fulfill that purpose by giving himself up and becoming the life-giving spirit. He became the dispensing dispensing authority. When you see the word dispensation, a dispensation of God is committed to me. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. The word dispensation there is actually, it's like dispensing. When you go to the pharmacy and they are dispensing, call it the dispensary, you are being given drug. That's what God is doing. He's dispensing his life. But you have to come to Christ to receive that life. And when you receive that life, God's dream is fulfilled. Because once you receive that life, you become a part of the body of his expression, which is the church. But all of, this, all of these things was fulfilled by one man, which is Christ. Man is at the central part of everything that God is doing. Man is the center. We touch on it when we, when we discuss the, the redemptive purpose of man. Sorry, the redemptive purpose of God. For now, we are dealing with the creative purpose of God. Hallelujah. It, it is important to note these these things. The plan is called an eternal purpose because it's planned in eternity past for eternity future. Everything is working for God's purpose and nothing can overthrow it. His purpose refers to the purposeful determination in God's plan. You see, God has a plan and is fulfilled in, in that which is called the body of Christ, through which he expresses himself. And he has have explained all that. So the expression Hello. of the triumph God is Hello, man of God. Man yes, of God. Yeah, we have about 15 minutes. So. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping up. That's why I'm going over all that okay. I have said. Okay, okay. So we are, we are called to represent that purpose in life, in nature, in appearance, in radiance, in glory, in outward expression, in our 
in our manifestation of love. God's purposes are accomplished by the divine life dispensed into his chosen and redeemed people. When the life of God is wrought into your heart, God's dream is achieved. God's purpose is achieved. But then that life would have to come to a consummation where you perfectly reflect that life. Now, the life of God doesn't increase in you. You see, when God sometimes we like, um, we think what God, whatever God has given to us, that thing must increase. No, 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 no. It is you that must increase. Sometimes you are too alive for God to use you. You are too alive. Sometimes we think that when we are very, very strong, then we can live the Christian life. But God doesn't seek to make us stronger and stronger. Actually, He seeks to make us weaker and weaker to the point of death. God wishes that you are dead so that He can fully have access to all your terminal units. And that is when His, his purpose is, comes to fruition. All that we are doing is for God to work Himself in his divine trinity into his chosen and redeemed people as their life their nature everything so that we would consummately roundly be saturated with god so that we may express all the fullness of god so the creative or the divine purpose in creation is that god will have a body of expression and that purpose is reflected in the redemptive purpose where God wishes to have many sons, which becomes the body of his expression. Now, the Son of God, who is man, like Jesus Christ, who is the man? So the Bible says that for there is one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ. Peter will say that Jesus of Nazareth. It's a man who God approved with miracles, signs. A man approved of God, so that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, a man approved of God with signs, miracles, and wonders. I think um, that is Acts chapter 2, verse 22. Sonship is God's dream. Salvation is not, is not the end, it's the means to the end. And so in the evening, you talk about salvation. And man being a central um, figure in all that God is doing. You hear some preachers say, God cannot do, God will not do anything on earth apart from man. Is it true? Where does man stand in the midst of all this? Where, what is the purpose of man in the midst of the fulfillment of the eternal dream of God? So as you go back and as you ponder on these things, understand that number one, God has a purpose. The purpose is into two. The creative purpose and the redemptive purpose. Now, the creative purpose is summed up in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is summed up in the Lord Jesus Christ. In the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together all things in one. That is the mystery of his will, which has been revealed. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is the mystery among the Gentiles. That is what the Bible talks about. That the manifold wisdom of God will be expressed by the church, will be will be expressed to the principalities and powers by the church. That is the dream of God. Now, in all the things I've mentioned, realize that I keep mentioning Christ, 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 because Christ is the Son of God, and He is man. So we talk about the redemptive purpose of God in the evening, and how man comes into play in all these things. 
I pray that God would use some of these words that I have shared with you um, to open up your heart to and bring you into an alignment of all that He is doing. When you understand these things and you have a grasp on all these things, I, I believe strongly that um, your your Christianity will take on a new shape. You will begin to see things differently, and and I'm I, I'm sure that by the time we are done, you would you would. Um, really understand why god did most of these things some of the discussions and some of the um the questions that we have on our mind why did god create hell why did god why are some people going to heaven why are some people going to hell why can i not stop sinning all those questions will be answered when we begin to understand the the workings of this life in our hearts and that is why you must become a part of the family of god see the church is filled with People who have been redeemed unto that unto this purpose. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his dear son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. See, we'll talk about that part in the evening. Probably these things I'm talking about, you you are hearing, but it doesn't look like you understand. Or maybe you think um this is something you you ought to you ought to align yourself with that you want to drink into the into the rivers of God you want to be a part of the family of God you want to be a part of this grand purpose that God has been working on since time began I want you to lay your heart your hand on your on your heart and accept the Lord Jesus into your heart It's a simple, it's a simple process. All these things that we are doing is because of one man. It's because of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is because of Him. We have been gathered together unto Him. He is the true shield. He is the true tabernacle of God. Without Him, there is nothing. There is no purpose. There is no purpose in the universe. Without Him, nothing is. Nothing has meaning. Nothing has a purpose. You want to say, Lord, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. I know that you died for me to dispense your life to my heart. I know that you died for me so that I may have life and have it more abundantly. I repent of all that I have been doing, the things that do not please you, and I invite you into my life as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Master. I want to love you. I want to serve you. I want to give my heart to you. I want to come into the fellowship of your son. I want to come into your fellowship. I want to come into your family. At the, at the end of days, I'll be found in you. Not having my own righteousness, which comes by myself. But I'll have the righteousness, which is of God, through the faith of you. I know you will not sack me. I know you will accept me. It is for this reason you die. Thank you, Father, for accepting me in Jesus' name. Beloved, God bless you for listening. I pray you share this link. We meet in the evening. We touch more on these things. And we have a lineup of things that it will, it will be a blessing to you. Um, by the end of the things we, are there, um, we have been discussing, I'll touch on the purpose of man. I'll be touching on 
the redemptive purpose of God, you you would love it. Not because of the abundance of revelation or the the wisdom that man the the wisdom that man teaches, but I read the Holy Ghost teaches. Not in the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit's wisdom. Hallelujah. And I, I pray that you would you would you would, you would uh, be online to, to have fellowship. God bless you so much. I'll sign off now. And may the Lord be with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to Jesus. We are we are making a prayer. We are making a prayer. There are so many things he has taught us. <laughs> Shadamakata. You are praying to God. The, he has mentioned a whole lot of things. We are the, the body of expression. We are the redeemed people. We are the redeemed ones to express God's eternal purpose. All of us we have accepted Christ. I know he has led those who have not those who have not accepted Christ, he has led us into it. So now you are the redeemed purpose of God. I want to say I'm the redeemed vessel to express the purpose of God. I'm the redeemed vessel to express the purpose of God. You are praying one prayer this morning. The Father, let everything about me express your life. He said that the main purpose and the whole thing is not just about going to heaven. It's about going to heaven. It's about going to walk on the street of gold. It's not just about necessarily being moral or necessarily being being a moral being, but to express this life which was shrouded in life, to express the, the eternal dream, the supreme interest of God. That means that everything that concerns us to express it, your education, your marriage, your, 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 your walking, your dressing, even the shoes you wear, even the, the, the food you eat, everything about you should be an expression because your body, everything about you, you are you. Everything about you has been redeemed. That's why God redeemed you. That's why you have been saved. The salvation is because for us to express. We are making that one prayer. The Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, I pray that let everything that concerns me express your life. Even in the name of Jesus, let everything that concerns me express your life. Let it express your life. Let it express your life. If there's anything that is going on, if there's an interest, there's something that is frustrating this agenda, if there's something about my life, my mindset, the way I see things, the way I do things, that is frustrating this agenda. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me, help me out this morning. Help me out, even in the name of Jesus. Let everything that concerns me express you. Fulfill this dream, fulfill this interest. This interest that even costs your own life for you to lay down your life just for this interest, for this supreme interest. Let every interest be buried. I bury all my interests, I bury all my ambitions. And Father, I say that you alone let your eternal expression be made. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Shada gada balabasha. Bege de bele behese. Raga babasha gada balabalabalabasha. Iga balabalabasha gada balabalabasha. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Raga basha gada gada balabalabalabasha. Bege bege de bele bele boshe gede bele bele yandala masha. Ragaba shagada balaba shagada balaba laba shagada balaba. Ragaba basi kete lebreti kiti kradusa. 
lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. Everything that concerns me, let it express your eternal purpose. Everything that concerns me, let it express this life. Even in the name of Jesus, my books are expressing your life. My purpose are expressing your life. My marriage is expressing your life. Your eternal purpose is fulfilled in me. I am the redeemed one to fulfill. I am the redeemed one to express. I am the redeemed one to to manifest. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice in prayer. Father, this morning, everything that concerns me is expressing your eternal purpose, your supreme interest. I am the carrier, I'm the, I'm the one who manifests. I am a showcase. I am the one and expressor of your purpose, even in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ said that I came to do the will of man. I came to do the will of God. What I see my father do, that's what I do. You are making a prayer that God, what I see you do, that's what I do. I am the doer of your expression. I'm a doer of your purpose. In the name of Jesus, I'm an expression. I'm an expression. That is why you are saved me. That is why you came to die for me. It's not because I want to be among the people one day. I just want to. No, 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 no. But I'm expression. I'm the manifestation. I'm the vessel of expression. I'm the vessel of manifestation. Lift up your voice in prayer. Please be praying. Be praying. Be praying. You can call in and join us in prayer. Call in and join us in prayer. The Father has caused me to express the way I walk, the way I eat. My spiritual life, my marital life, my educational life, everything that concerns me is for this purpose. It's for this purpose. God is taking us. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. This morning, lift up your voice. Oh, come on, lift up your voice in prayer. I want to see you. I want to see you. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. I am a vessel of expression. I am a vessel of expression. God is not just interested in your spiritual life. God is using your education. God is using your degree. God is using your course you are studying. God is using your friends. God is using your social life. God is using your education, your marital life. Everything God is doing in your life. Every testimony you are receiving is for this purpose. The reason why God will work on your academics. The reason why God will give you that grace. The reason why God will give you that testimony is because of this supreme interest. It's because of this manifestation of the Son. Lift up your voice in prayer. Come on, pray, 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 pray. Talk to God, talk to God. If there is something that is not helping, if there is something that is frustrating this agenda, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. If there is an interest that is frustrating this cause, if there is something that is frustrating this cause,
Jacob. I lift up my voice this morning. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. I'm expressing your vessel. I'm a vessel of expression. There's something in my earthen vessel. The Bible said that there is this treasure in an earthen vessel that the excellence of power shall be manifest. We are the expression of power. We are the expression of this. We are the expression of his glory. The excellent glory. The fragrances of his power. It is centered in us. We are the expression. We are the expression. Lift up your voice. Join us in prayer wherever you are. Join us in prayer wherever you are. Anything that concerns me. Manifest your supreme interest. Manifest your God we are praying our last prayer please don't 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 take for granted what you are doing something the essence of what you are doing is not just for you to have accumulating knowledge or to be able to get preaching sermons to go and preach you know what you are doing is not just for you to the purpose of god is not the the, the, the purpose is not for you to get something to write and go and showcase no but for you to have the knowledge in revelation in enlightenment to express because the life of god is meant to be expressed the love of god is not just meant to be to be to be received and when i said when i say the life of god i'm not talking about i'm not just talking about morals I'm not talking about do's and don'ts. I'm not talking about regulations. I'm talking about the fullness of God, the the, the sonship, the the place of the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The place where it's like the totality of God, the the fullness of the, the Godhead is in manifesting. The Bible said that Jesus Christ is the, 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 he said that for his the fullness of deity in bodily form. So when you saw Jesus, Jesus Christ wasn't possessing God. Jesus Christ wasn't containing God. Jesus Christ was God manifest. And this Jesus Christ, who is God manifest, when he died, he, this body entered our body. So as you are there right now, you are also God manifest. It's not like you are containing God. You are, you are expression of deity. You are the expression of divinity. You are the expression. Why? Because you are his tabernacle. You are his head. You are making one prayer this morning. He made made mention of one thing that the power of God, the totality of the expression of the power of God is not to cast out demons. (laughs) The the totality of the power of God is not to to cast out sicknesses. It's not to get a good marriage. The, the totality of the power of God is not for you to get the first class. Though those things are important, it's not for you to be able to build a mansion. No, but what is the totality of the power of God is in the expression of love. And he said it, and that is because love is the expression of God, and the final expression of this love is Christ, and this Christ is in us. So the Bible said that for love has been shed abroad in our hearts. Love has been shared abroad in our hearts. You are making one prayer. That's why in the book of First Corinthians chapter 13, we, are seen, we have seen a lot of things. No matter what you do, if you don't have love, there's a problem. 
if you don't express love there's a problem you have expression of love when i say love i'm not talking about i'm not talking about attraction or sentimental fellowship no we are talking about the expression of god walking in the totality of his love which was which was first expressed by christ his son you are making a prayer in the name of jesus the father the even as i am your body of expression i express love if i have any problem with love father fix my heart fix my heart fix my heart fix my heart lift out your voice and begin to pray Fix out your voice and begin to pray let love be perfected in my heart 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 let love be perfected in my life let love be perfected in my in my house in my heart in the name of jesus lift up your voice pray with us wherever you are pray with us pray with us Please pray with us. Let love, let love be fully. The measurement, God's measurement for every man is love. The standard of measurement is love. How much love do you have? 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 How much love do you express? How much love do you walk in? How much love? How much love? How much love? How much love? Are you seeking your own interest or you are? The love of God. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray wherever you are. Pray wherever you are. How much love? How much love? How much love? How much love are you able to express? Oh, come on, come on. We are praying. Please, we are praying. We are praying. I don't like the way you are praying. Pray. How much love? The measurement is love. The measurement is love. The all the fruit of the spirit is love. How much love do you express? When I say how much love, how much love? The instrument of the measurement of God is love. Anything like offenses, anything like ghosting, anything that hinders the expression of love, may the Holy Spirit enter into our heart, deal with anything of, of, of anything that hinders your love. Lift up your voice and pray. Anything that hinders the expression of God's love in your life. May the Holy Ghost invade right now. Pray with us. Pray with us. Please pray. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
of God, in the expression of love, the purpose of God, in the expression of His life, the love of God. Lift up your voice and pray. Oh, the love of God. It is shed abroad in our heart. We are not people without love. We are not people who are not trying to learn love. We are not people. No, 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 no. But we are people who are carried on the wings of love. Our foundation is love. Love is our cornerstone. Love is our foundation stone. Love is our superstructure. Love is the roof. Everything, our beginning and our end is all shrouded in love. The love of God in the expression. The love of God in manifestation. The love of God in dispensation. We give it when people see us, they see the love of God. When people meet us, they meet the love of God. Let me tell you from today, we will not struggle to give. We will not struggle to sacrifice. We will not struggle to express the life of God. Why? Because the love of God is in expression. As a I see a people in the house. I see a people in the house who are careers, who are expresses. When we are the manifestation, the expression of love, the expression of love, something is happening right now. Thank you, Holy Thank you, Jesus. 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 He said that what God wishes is that we keep dying so that this purpose God can have access to everything. Within the next one minute before we end, I want you to submit, put your right hand on your chest and say, Lord, you are telling God in your heart. It's not just a vocal statement. I said, God, I receive grace to die. The Bible said in the book of, in the book of, um, is it, is it Hebrews? Hebrews chapter 2. The Bible said that Jesus Christ, Philip, get me that scripture. He said, for, by the grace of the, by the grace of God, he died. This is Hebrews 2, is it chapter 1? Is it verse 1 or verse 2? There at the early verses. He spoke about the fact that Jesus Christ was able to die because of grace. By the grace of God, he died. You are, you are communicating in your heart that Father, this grace that is expressed in me, it is causing me to die. It is causing me to be buried, to be consumed by your purpose. It is causing me to have full expression. The grace of God is the manifestation of the Son of God which you have on yourself. We are dying right now. Come on, come on, come on. We die. We die. We die. We die. We die. I die. I die. But we see Jesus who Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 said, But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. He by the grace of God. Jesus was able to taste death by the grace of God. He tasted death for every man because man was the one, was the recipient. 
we are also going to taste death for the sake of this eternal purpose so that it will not be a waste of time i want you to put your right hand on your chest and communicate in your heart i'm ready to die grace help me to die i know it's a stupid prayer topic i know it's very foolish but in this journey it's a journey of death it's not death unto termination but it's a death unto germination the more you die the more you live Consume us, Holy Spirit. Consume us, Holy Spirit. Consume us, Holy Spirit. Consume us, Holy Spirit. We die to self-ambition. We die to self-interest. We die to personal things. You alone. We are not in to build our empire. We are not in to exploit God. No, we are not in to use God to build something for ourselves. No, but we are in that your eternal dream, your supreme interest will be fulfilled. That's why we, we are we die. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We die by the grace of God. We die. We die. We die. We die. We die. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Something is happening right now. I see the wind of the spirit. I see people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for, for coming around. God bless you so much for coming around. It's, it's been a very powerful session. God bless you so much for coming around. And we are, we are, we are, we are, we are grateful to God. We are grateful to God. God bless you. So this is the morning session. It continues tomorrow in the evening, 8 p.m. GMT, wherever you are. You, you join us. We we go on. So there's a it's a it's a whole package. It's an online package that we are having this week. Morning session and evening session. Um, we are hoping to have an afternoon session, which will be mainly for prayers. Yeah, we are we are hoping to just wanna just around 12 one day just it's a break time you just go there and pray we are still making arrangements for that we said camp meeting is where we spend the whole day engaging god so you don't want to leave chance for anything and i want you to prepare your heart wherever you are that god is going to do something for you this evening it continues so tomorrow dawn to it will continue until Friday. Friday night is a Holy Ghost night. Somebody say Holy Ghost night. You are going to have Holy Ghost meeting. <laughs> you are going to. <laughs> it will be brutal, brutal. Uh, don't, don't miss it. There's a lot of packages for you. God bless you so much. The man of God, his name is Mr. Daniel Champon, will be taking us again on God's eternal purpose this evening. Part two. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. 
don't miss it don't forget to like the page and share it's on every side on twitter on facebook everywhere google apps uh, google apps uh, spotify um, apple apps everywhere you'll find it yeah stay tuned this evening and you're going to play lastly my name is Misato Gulasakayakipo and I love you so much God bless you stay blessed don't forget that you are the expression of God's life go out there preach the gospel win somebody tell the person that God is looking for your life to be a vessel of his expression and bring somebody into the knowledge of God God bless you so much and I love you all bye bye